Welcome to American Education FM, everybody. I'm Dr. Sean Brooks. So what's new? Anything? Is anything new? Anything, go- <laughs> anything going on these days? Wow. Well, look, here's the thing. Uh, I'm so disappointed in the human race. I really am. It's so sad to watch all of these individuals who claim to be awake and all of these individuals who are in the quote-unquote new media or alternative media or whatever. They just have a default setting where they refuse to go into anything with any, I don't know, any level of specificity. They just don't want to do it. They don't want to do it. They put memes out there. They, they, they say what, <laughs> it's just, it makes no sense. It just makes no sense to me, other than the fact that these individuals are complete and utter cowards who are refusing to go into this hoax, this fake shooting, which again, didn't happen. And I want to break down a few more things with this. I know in the last episode I said I was going to leave this one alone after I already said it was fake and wasn't real and broke down as to why. But as you might expect, time reveals everything. And if you don't know that this is a hoax by now, you can't be helped. It's possible that down the line, you might come across something and say, oh, wow, I guess that wasn't real. But it's going to be too late by then. It's just going to be too late. If you can't figure these things out as they actually start happening live in real time, then the, the, the plot is lost here. First of all, I want to revisit just quickly, and I'm not going to play them because it requires you to actually watch them, but I want to, I want to briefly describe three videos that I have on my BitChute channel, one of which was tossed to me by Jesse James from the Dangerous Info podcast. The other, uh, I caught myself, believe it or not, on ABC News, and it's this Brandon Elrod guy. Now, you'll recall, because in the last episode, I played his audio. He was the one who was saying, well, we, we just need to get to the funeral home. Turns out, In that particular audio, of course, they didn't identify him, nor, of course, his alleged missing daughter, which is fake. He doesn't have a missing daughter. Probably doesn't even have a daughter. Either way, uh, it was in the next video that I saw on YouTube on ABC's YouTube channel, where it was talking to the victims of the Texas shooting. And then I played the video, and wouldn't you know it, there he is again. Only this time, they identify him, and his name scrolls at the bottom of the screen. And it says, parent of elementary student, Brandon Elrod. And they took that huge long clip. It wasn't very long, but they took that that clip that somebody had already, of course, recorded of him. And that, that, of course, I played for you in the last episode. But somebody took that clip, and they just shortened it. They shortened it right to the end, and they only played the end part where he goes, oh, I just can't believe what this world's coming to. And that was it. That was all they played. In fact, almost every single person 
that ABC interviewed in that short little clip about the victims, quote unquote, was a resident of the town. That's it. It says Uvalde resident. So all they're doing is talking to residents. They're not talking to employees. Why aren't you talking to the school teachers who were there? Why not? Why are you not talking to the school principal? Don't school principals immediately come out and immediately start talking about a shooting? Because if you recall in the Sandy hoax, I think it was the school principal who was killed, quote unquote. Of course, they weren't. It was fake. But that's their excuse. Because in the storyline of that hoax, the individual was dead. So you can't talk to a dead person, even though they're not dead. But in this particular case, where was the school principal? Why is nobody talking to this individual? Why do we have yet to see a yearbook? Can we see a yearbook? Don't schools have yearbooks? How about the superintendent? Where are they? Why are we not hearing from the superintendent? Again, if you're listening to this, you probably know that it was fake just like me, which is great. But I'm going to ask that you share these episodes with people, because these are the kinds of questions that they are not asking themselves. That quick default switch that gets flipped, where they hear it, they see it, they believe it, and then they go right back to their life. That's what countless individuals who claim to be on our side have done throughout this entire process. They've completely reverted back to the matrix. They actually think people died there, or they have no spine, and they actually believe that exposing this for the fraud and hoax that it was is somehow a bad thing or insensitive, or I just don't want to lose money and I don't want to lose followers and blah, 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 blah. See, that's what I write about in my most recent Substack. Which again, head over to the American Classroom Substack and, and check that out. That's what the that's what the Cassandra complex is all about. Being given the ability to think and know what the truth is, and that of course requires investigation and thinking and having an open mind and, and absorbing all of the information. It's the scientific method essentially. The problem is and the curse is that you share this with people and they don't believe you. But when you put this on someone else and you say, okay, look, you think it happened. I mean, you just corner a person, family member, friend, whoever it is that actually thinks that it happened. If you give them a series of questions to answer, they can't answer them. They can't. They can't answer a single one of them. I'm going to start off with just in order of operations here. I know that this fake timeline of events has been published and whatever else. I'm not going to read that timeline because it's absurd. It's absurd. It's completely ludicrous. I want to hone in, though, on a few other things. And again, just ask some questions here. Because you have to keep in mind, too, and this is worth mentioning, I think. The profession of American K-12 education and even that of higher education. The reason that these school buildings keep teachers I'm shifting gears slightly, but I'm still in the same vein here. The reason that they keep these teachers, well, they tend to anyway, is because they don't ask questions. They just blindly do what they're told. 
They just blindly believe what they're told. And I said it again in the last episode, and and it also requires uh, a, a bit of revisiting. 98 to 99 to 100% of school employees believe that this happened in schools all across the United States. And I said this on Gab too, and I'm going to say it here on the podcast. If you think that surveillance of students and teachers was already occurring among school employees or whatever regarding, I don't know, any kind of alleged threat or potential discipline that needs to take place as a result of someone's social media posts or whatever. I mean, most school districts don't do that. They don't have a separate entity that investigates what students say online. Going forward, however, they're going to. I guarantee that by next school year, in schools all across America and universities, whatever, assuming they're all still alive from the jabs, but if they are and they go back to work, they're going to come face-to-face with a group or a board or paid employees who will now scour the internet for students and their presence online in an attempt to read what they are doing online and then discipline them or alert their parents to their behavior online. This is not just big brother. This is not just a big brother tactic. It's worse than that. It's Bolshevism. This is what the Russian Bolsheviks did. They would meet in rooms, decide who they were going to destroy, essentially, whether it be publicly, privately, financially, whatever. And then they would go after these people. They would smear their reputation. They would tarnish their, their livelihood. Uh, and then that would, be, that would be it. It's a Bolshevik tactic that is going to take place. Uh, it's, it's not going to be good, <laughs> clearly. but. That will happen because, again, the old Hegelian dialectic, you, you know, problem solution, uh, manufacture a problem and then make sure you have that manufactured solution right there when the problem disappears or enough people forget about it. Countless schools are going to respond to this hoax as if it was real and then they will do something to make it look like they're a safer place when in fact that's not going to be the case. It's going to be more of a security state. It will be more Alice training, more drills, which is what this hoax was. It'll be endless things, and all of it will be a total infringement of people's rights. It's beyond sad. Okay, so the order of operations. Couple other things too, by the way. I, I, I know I'm bouncing around here a little bit because there's just so much. L- let me let me go back to the the Brandon Elrod loser. There's a another video that I have on my uh, Bitchu channel. I highly recommend you watch it. Uh, it's titled "Crisis Actor Parents Don't Know Their Daughter's Grade Level." It's two Hispanic individuals who are allegedly married. It's pretty evident they hardly know each other. The guy is a felon, as it turns out, and they're looking for, they're looking for their missing daughter, who is allegedly one of the killed kids. 
not killed, probably sex trafficked at this point, but not not dead, and certainly not in a fake school shooting. But they don't even know what her grade level is. They're they are point blank asked. The woman is asked to show a picture of the kid, and she holds up the stereotypical picture of this particular kid that's been on the media that endless people have seen. She holds up the same picture on her phone and goes, "This is my daughter." They said, "What? What?" What grade is your daughter in? The woman literally says, she actually says, I don't know. I don't know that, but, and then that's it. And then that's it. And then you hear the media person say what grade she's in. She goes, uh, yeah. And then that's it. Again, these crisis actors, uh, they're really sloppy. They're, they're very, very sloppy. There's another one, and this again, mainstream media. It's uh, it's the video that's toward the top of my bitchu channel. It's titled Two Crisis Actor Fathers Share the Same Daughter in Uvalde, Texas. Uvalde, my, my apologies. Um, there you go. NBC Today Show, Savannah Guthrie, and then Anderson Cooper on CNN. They show the same girl with the same first and last name. And both of these guys are claiming to be the father of this kid. See, this is why this is why I've mentioned sex trafficking before regarding this particular event. We're watching pictures of children be passed around among adults who are claiming to be their parents that are probably not. And there you have it. And the comments section, too, to these particular videos is remarkably telling uh, in, in a lot of very disappointing ways. A lot of people, again, God bless them for finally being awake, but they're saying things like, wow, that's really sloppy. I can't believe that, you know, uh, that they actually think they're getting away with this and whatever else. And then there are people who will watch these videos. That I've, that I've spliced together and put together, and they'll say, whatever, that's not the same kid. I quite literally put the same uh, pictures, two pictures of the same kid next to each other, and there are still people who will comment and say, I'm leaning toward it not being the same kid. Even though, in both reports, it quite literally says it's the same kid. First and last name. What are the odds? That a girl looks just like, identical, is identical to another girl, where both girls have the exact same first and last name, and both of them died in this alleged shooting. It's impossible. <laughs> it's, it's laughable and impossible. It didn't happen. But, for, but that's how brainwashed we are as a society. If I show a person... A picture of a pumpkin, and they say, Man, that's a big orange. That person is retarded. It's that simple. If I show you two pictures of the same kid, same smile, same nose, same eyes, holding a sign, and she is, that says her name in this picture, then it's the same kid. You can't, you can't say it's not. I mean, that's a level of either just, you're either just lying to mislead people or, uh, you know, 
you're not thinking. Ugh, those are, I'm so sorry. I mean, it's just so exhausting. Those are the those are the the videos that are on my Bitchute channel. Please go over there and check them out. It's beyond. Uh, it's it's proof. It's just proof. It's stone cold proof. Um, yeah, I've seen some other videos too. Again, stone cold proof. It's ridiculous and it's sad because now I'm really wondering where these children are. Um. Yeah. I mean, there was a drill there. There was a crisis drill at the high school three days beforehand that was also being attended by the husband of one of the alleged dead teachers. And now he is also dead of an alleged heart attack. What? <laughs> people people believe all of this they believe all of it so let me go through some of the again the order of operations here oh by the way one last thing regarding these crisis actors the brandon elrod guy that i said in the in the last uh in in the last episode that i've mentioned again in this episode when he said if we could just find the funeral home we could find my daughter remember that remember that audio the funeral home is quite literally across the street from the front door of the school. So in a town that has 16,000 people, you can't even find a funeral home? And you believe this person. Someone believes this person. People believe this when they hear it. If we could just find the funeral home. Oh my God. Google Maps, ladies and gentlemen. It's, it's quite a tool. Quite a tool. Uh, another tool, which is worth bringing up before I go through the order of operations, although it's connected and, and certainly worth mentioning. There was a medical helicopter that left uh, Kerrville, Texas on Tuesday, the 24th of the hoax, the day of the hoax. They left Kerrville, Texas at 11.10 in the morning, and then they landed, you guessed it, Uvalde, Texas, the same day, 30 minutes later, exactly 30 minutes later, and they parked themselves in a parking lot down the street from the school. Weird. Weird. It's almost like it was a crisis drill. It's almost like it was fake, because it was. None of it was real. And by the way, I also watched this. And this is, yeah, all of this is worth bringing up. And I feel like I'm kind of repeating myself from time to time. But you have to understand that when I make those war videos too, I'll put particular memes because I make memes. But I'll put particular memes on there. And I neglect the fact that I haven't brought them up on, on the actual podcast. There was a woman. Well, first of all, there was a, an hour-long video that I watched in its entirety. And it's the one where everybody, of course, was yelling and screaming about, you know, oh, the, the cops were holding us back and blah, blah, blah. All of that was a lie, too. None of that was real. Nice story. Nice story, but fake. Uh, this particular guy was filming randomly, and he was talking over the film, just throwing in all kinds of random buzzwords and, and buzz phrases and cliche sayings and everything else. 
um, in this hour-long video, he has two cell phones, by the way. So he's allegedly talking to someone else on the cell phone while he's also recording what's going on on the outside of this building. There are police officers uh, haphazardly scattered kind of around the building. Keep in mind this entire time, too, that no one's heard a gunshot. And I mean no one. Not a single person has heard a gun go off. I'm going to get into some of those details a little bit later, but it's, it's embarrassing. Um, there's a couple of moments, there are a number of anomalies in that video. Number one, when he's filming himself at the front of the school, where he ultimately makes his way to the back of the school, but he's filming himself in the front of the school, and you can see this woman in a blue shirt, and she's running toward him, and she's holding on to two children. She has them by the hands. And she's running them, and she drops them. Neither one of them are crying. And she drops them off on the curb. And then she says, stay here. I'm going to go back and get so-and-so. And the kids are kind of standing there, and they're kind of walking around. And the woman runs back, and she doesn't go and get anybody. She comes back empty-handed. But the two kids, one of them puts it, probably a girl, can't quite tell, but uh, <laughs> can't tell these days. But but they put their hands over their face as if they were crying, and they made that cry noise, the like that. And then they made sure to look right into the guy's cell phone, and the guy made sure to catch her emotional, uh, you know, her her fake emotion there. The guy follows the two of them briefly and goes, "Hey, stay here, your mom, you know, whatever." The two kids turn around and walk back toward him, and back to his left. And the kid's not crying anymore, but has a huge smile on their face with no tears in their eyes. Uh, again, the number of children here that, that have been misled or told a lie um, or know that this is fake or whatever, it's all just, it's all so insidious. It's all so terrible. Because again, lying is real. And this is a very big lie. That a lot of people are perpetuating, and I mean a lot, including again all of these phonies that have existed within the uh, the new media, quote unquote. And you know we're we're awake, and we know what's really going on. And I don't live in the matrix anymore. Bullshit. All of these people have just fallen fallen back asleep. They're just dead asleep. Because they're afraid that they're going to lose clicks, they're afraid they're going to lose subscribers, they're afraid that they're going to lose their, their income, they're afraid. And they're cowards. Because a failure to think is, is beyond cowardly. It's beyond that. It's just immoral. They're embarrassing themselves. And this was a giant veil. This was a litmus test, the likes of which... We have not seen yet. It was another opportunity for, for endless people to wake up, and they didn't. They just fell right back into the matrix. In particular, all of these, again, even b beyond the new media and whatever else. You know, um, oh, I don't know. P pick a name. Pick a person. The Candace Owenses of the world. The Charlie Kirks of the world. What are they saying about this? What are they what are they saying? Are they are they asking actual questions? I thought these people were investigators. You know, pseudo investigators. But all of a sudden now they're not asking any questions. It's uh, you know, you can't take my guns away. 
back to that argument. In fact, many of them have even put this issue completely to bed. They're not even bringing it up. They're not even talking about it whatsoever. They're back to Ukraine and the jabs are killing people and you know what's our what's our previous default setting? They too are the NPCs and I hope that people recognize that. They too have just proven and only God would be able to show us something like this, but and thank God that he did. Because again, They've proven that they are the NPCs, these holier-than-thou, high-and-mighty people who are, again, I mean, they have massive platforms with endless people listening and hanging on to their every word, and they're dumber than a bag of forks. These people just don't get it. They don't have the courage to tackle these issues. None of them. None of them. If you turn on the radio right now and listen to anybody on talk radio, they think this is real. They think it's real. Again, the day after, I had, to, I had to listen to Alex Jones. I had to listen to the show to see if he'd even touch this with a 10-foot pole. And he didn't. He had Jay Dyer on. Jay Dyer thinks it's real, or at least was talking about it like it was real. And now, I mean, these individuals, again, they probably can't touch it now. Because if he really got sued by the Sandy Hook, you know, hoaxers, then uh, then that's that's what that is. But uh, it's just so sad. Their true colors have have shown here, and uh, yeah, be careful, be careful with those people because it's it's beyond telling as to what's going on here. Kate Daly covered it. She actually covered it. I listened to her. She 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 did it. It was a slow roll. And it was a, uh, you know, it was a slow roll event, but she at least covered it, which was great. She knows it's fake. Amazing Polly, Polly St. George from Canada. Polly knows it's fake, 100%. She didn't cover it specifically, like in detail. I hope she does. But all she did was replay an old video where she was talking about false flags, hoaxes, crisis actors, the whole thing. And she's right. And I thought, well, thank God, we, 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 still have, we still have Polly St. George in our foxhole with us. That's a good thing. But look at all the other people who, we lo- who, who we've lost. All these other brainwashed goons who claim to be awakened have their pulse on the, uh, you know, have their fingers on the pulse of the American situation. It's, it's embarrassing, and they've embarrassed themselves. A couple other things regarding this as well. Did you know that there's a Telemundo video out there? Because Telemundo was running around with their microphone, cramming it in people's faces. They allegedly, they didn't, but they allegedly found the mother of this, of this alleged shooter. Crammed a microphone in her face while she's in her car. She's sweaty. She's got brown curly hair, light brown curly hair and glasses. Doesn't speak a lick of English. And was telling people to not judge her son. I don't know why my son did it, but don't judge him. You know, don't judge him. If this person really killed people, which he didn't, what do you mean don't judge a murderer? What mother would say that? An actor would say that because it doesn't make any sense. Same thing with this grandfather, this alleged grandfather. No way this guy's the grandpa. He's just some dude, just some old guy who happens to live right down the street from the school, says he's a felon, 
doesn't know how his quote-unquote grandson got the guns, says his grandson couldn't even drive. So that's the order of operations. The order of operations is, and again, here it comes. I'm just going to kind of lay it out as quickly as I can. He allegedly gets in a car armed to the teeth with hundreds of rounds of, I assume, 223 again or 556 rounds. He's got magazines, he's got body armor, and two Daniel Defense ARs, which are not cheap. Gets in a Ford F-150 or F-250, wrecks it. Don't know how, because it doesn't look like a place where you would wreck an automobile. And if you saw pictures of that actual wreck, it almost looks like the wheels just came off of the truck. Or like the axle broke in half or something. It's bizarre. And then he has an interaction with police at that moment because, well, he wrecked an automobile. So why didn't the police arrest him? See, all of this is fake. The entire story, the entire, like, order of operations is just fake. None of it's real. And then all of a sudden, you have a supposed teacher. This is beyond weird as well. Makes no sense because, well, it doesn't because it's fake. But this alleged teacher, apparently now, props open the door. Just leaves the door propped open. And this happened either before or after this fake shooter was shooting into the building from the outside of the building. Now, this raises more questions if a person is a thinking human being. Why have we not seen pictures of broken glass or windows riddled with bullet holes? If he was shooting inside, inside the school from the outside of the building, why are we not seeing those pictures? Why do those pictures not exist? Because, ladies and gentlemen, a single shot was never even fired. Not one. Don't you think that would be like the most dramatic picture that you could possibly imagine? Pictures of windows with bullet holes in them. See, this is where he was shooting into the classroom, and it was terrible. This is where the firefight started. All that nonsense. Not a single picture. Weird. Weird. Too much lying. Again, no surveillance, no surveillance footage, no audio, no recorded audio. However, this loser, the, just the other day, showed up on television, and I got to tell you, these Masons don't even know how to pick their spokespeople. They are bad. They are bad. And anybody listening to this who's familiar with Bombard's body language, I don't know if, if that lady has gone over this guy's nonverbal communication and analyzed it, but he, he's the worst. This Stephen McCraw guy, the director of Texas DPS, yeah, the title of this is admitted that he that it was the wrong decision for officers to not go into the classroom where the guy was barricaded inside. This lie is just so obvious that uh, it's temple rubbing insanity here. He was going back and forth in this 50-minute thing, which I watched, and his entire face is just quivering. His jaw is quivering. He's got facial tics like nobody I've ever even seen before. And he can't answer any of these questions, not a one. 
and they were asking some kind of decent questions, but most of them were pretty stupid. Um, again, very difficult to ask or to answer questions about something that didn't happen and the questions that are formulated around something that did not happen. And again, in lockstep, as you might imagine, all the Sandy hoaxers are out there right now, all the fake parents and that entire fake thing, they're all out there now screaming at the top of their lungs for gun control and give us money and donate to the Sandy Hook promise and all this other crap. It's ridiculous. They've even got all the makeshift crosses with the kids' names on it, with the Texas logo on the front, um, all, you know, all, I don't know, sticking up right in front of the school, almost like they had them ready to go. Almost like they just had them all ready to go. But back to the video, that hour-long video of the guy, because uh, I wanted to mention this too. Again, I, my apologies for bouncing around here. Um, I, I wrote things down in a particular order, but I'm all over the place on this. The, 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 as the guy is recording this hour-long video from his cell phone, he eventually makes his, his way uh, to the back of the, back of the school where there's a school bus, one school bus, one, not two, not a platoon of school buses. It's just one. And this, again, is allegedly where they took students to the Civic Center. They ushered them into these buses and then bused them to the Civic Center. There's a woman who is caught on this film, and she's um, not sure how I'd put it. She has a particular look about her that she does not look like the the others. She's different. She's she's thinner. She has short black hair. She's wearing jean shorts that are torn at the bottom, like the legs had been cut off and the tassels are hanging down and she has sandals on. She just looks different than than some of the other people that are there. She's one of the thinner ones, I'll put it that way. And as that's happening, she's, it's, it's pretty evident that she's trying to make sure to stay on this guy's video. I mean, you can, you can see her. You can see her face. You can see the back of her and whatever else. She makes her way toward the bus, and then she randomly makes her way back. I mean, she's sort of aimlessly walking around for really no reason. Um, I, uh, the exact same woman, and this is, this is the catch, the exact same woman is then seen in a picture from the BBC in front of this makeshift memorial thing with all these white crosses, kneeling down in nicer clothes, I might add. And the caption below the picture says, Rob Elementary School employee mourns the losses of whatever. And this was the meme that I made that I stuck up on one of the war videos. Uh, and I basically said, I think the question I asked was, is, is torn jean shorts with the tassels hanging down with open-toed sandals and a shirt um, that has the collar worn and completely stretched out, is that what a school employee wears? Is that what a person wears to a school? I mean, I know that dress code is lax these days, and they're basically showing up in their pajamas, but is that is that really what... Uh, what they wear? Is that what a school employee would wear? Not to mention, if they're a school employee, why are you not identifying them? 
Do you not own a yearbook? Can the media not get a hold of a yearbook, identify said school employee, and then put their name at the bottom of that photograph? You see, here's the thing. They aren't identifying anyone. No one. These alleged students, those two alleged teachers, and that's it. That's it. And then on top of all of that, you have all these fake stories coming out now of these fake heroics, which are so embarrassing. Here's, I'm, I'm going to do my best to run through as many that I can recall off the top of my head here. There's one of a student. Again, they identify themselves in whatever, if that's their real name, but they identify themselves. And then they say, this student covered herself in her, was covered in her friend's blood and purposely covered herself in her friend's blood and played dead as the shooter was shooting. And that's how she survived. Her mom said that she wanted to go to school that day. And her mom said, you don't have to go if you don't want to. But the kid loves school so much. And she was excelling academically that she just wanted to go to school and never wanted to miss a day, even if she was given the opportunity to miss a day of school. Covered herself in her, own fr- in her own friend's blood and played dead. And that's how she survived. You've got to be kidding me. The next one, again, hilarious. Uh... The, what was it? The, border, the off-duty Border Patrol agent who ran into the building was shot at by the shooter and then shot back and killed him, being hailed a hero. And then they show a picture of this guy's mesh hat that he's wearing, a baseball hat, baseball cap with the mesh backing on it, with a tear through the mesh. And they say it was a bullet hole, that this guy took a picture of his hat posted it on social media, and it was the bullet that tore his hat. There's no blood. Ladies and gentlemen, I can take a knife to a mesh hat and tell people I got shot all day long. Doesn't make it real. Even Andrew Torba on Gab posted that picture like it was real. Andrew Torba from Gab is not awake. He's not awake. If he's asked a few questions about the legitimacy of it all now, Great, good for him, but he's not awake yet. He's just not awake. So disappointing. What was the other one? Uh, oh, yeah, this was a good one. Mom busts through police officers as they attempt to arrest her because she wanted to enter the building. She scales a fence, runs in, uh, pulls both of her kids out, and defies the police who were trying to stop her. That, that garbage. Give me a break. Didn't happen. Didn't happen. As I've said before, if it, if it actually happened, which it didn't, do you think that yellow tape and a couple of rando police officers standing around who claim to be police officers would actually stop a horde of parents? Please. They're all crisis actors. They all signed up to be there to randomly walk around, participate in this giant charade. And, uh, and that's it. I'm sure there's other random stories. Oh, yeah, there is one. This was hilarious, too. What was the um, off-duty police officer is getting his hair cut in a barber shop. Here's about the shooting. Grabs the barber's shotgun, runs to the school, 
busts open one of the doors, saves his wife, who is a school employee, and their daughter, who was also inside of the school, and then proceeds to help other officers in their attack against the alleged shooter. Honest, honestly. <laughs> knock, knock, who's there? It's, it's such a joke. That uh, again, you, what we are what we are witnessing here, though, is is so much deeper than just this lie. Again, it is the veil lifting of all of the people who who have the biggest mega horns who claim to be awake. That this is the most disappointing part. You had your opportunity to tell the truth. You had your opportunity to show people how knowledgeable you are about the world we live in. And what did we find out? We found out that these people are just not awake. They are not what they claim they are. They have controllers. They have handlers. They have contracts. There's probably a memo that goes out among those daily wire losers that says, look, we're not going to talk about this. Here's what they don't understand, in my opinion. And here's what I don't think a lot of people understand. You've seen the, the narrative shift also. Now the narrative shift is that the police are the enemy. That it was the police response that is now in question. It's plastered all over newspapers. It's plastered all over everywhere. And again, the whole thing is a lie, but this is now what they're focusing in on. That why didn't, the, why didn't they go in? And again, this uh, this loser Texas whatever director of DPS this Stephen McCraw guy he himself has no answers for all of these lies not a one very difficult to answer a lie but he attempted to go back and forth with the media as to why it went from a active shooter to a barricaded individual. And that based on procedure and policy, there has to be a difference between the two based on, you know, what's going on and the response has to be different. Um, that's absurd. If it were a real person really killing people, you would run in there with as many guns as you had and shoot them. That's it. We've all seen those training videos of the police officers lined up in a line and, they're, and they have their tactical shields or they don't. But they're, they're lined up with one another with all of their guns pointing forward or pointing toward the ground. And then, of course, they move around a doorway and whatever else. And they clear rooms and then they shoot the, the necessary people. That's the training. Military people even know that. But what all of these people who are covering this up don't understand is, is that they're setting up the table for a one-world police state. Because now, ladies and gentlemen, we can't trust the police. See, that's the, that's the story now. Can't trust the police. We need, we need government to control more of the police. Therefore, we need a one-world government police force. This is not going to end well for us. And for all of the people who again have all of these massive platforms with the millions of subscribers and all that cash just piling up in their bank account, who had the opportunity to tell the truth, ladies and gentlemen, there's your traitor. There is your traitor right there. Or, like I said, maybe they're just not awake. 
but it's some it's somewhere the answer lies somewhere in the middle of all of that these people are not as bright as they uh as they claim to be here's another little question i have as well if the guy had a gun or two guns first of all i mean who carries two ars nobody nobody does that unless he had one of them slinged over his back uh doesn't make sense either way why are there no wounded seems rather specific that everybody seems to be dead everybody's dead not a single wounded person not one not a grazed bullet not well i got shot in the foot or shot in the leg or i was shot in the arm but i'll i'll make it i'll be okay not one not one wounded person because you can't have a wounded person a wounded person is an alive person and an alive person will tell you what went on but they can't have that person because the whole thing was fake so they script it out on purpose just like sandy hook to make sure that there are no quote unquote living witnesses again if the sandy hook thing was real why did they never talk to any other employees weird again where are these people what are their names if you violate alice training during an actual event like propping open a door in the middle of a shooting which again is absurd no one would do that but if you did that you would be fired so who's going to lose their job in this so-called building ladies and gentlemen i'm starting to question even even more here and i'm i'm going to i'm i mean i'm certain it wasn't real I, i'm i'm that's a certainty it wasn't but i would venture to guess that the that the school building will cease to exist in the near future kind of like sandy hook because within 48 hours they demolished the entire building why would you demolish a crime scene why why wouldn't you take endless photographs and do whatever you have to do to scour the crime scene for evidence of anything because you have to demolish the hoax that's it. You have to get rid of the hoax. You can't give people the opportunity to show up, even like the average citizen. See, where are these average citizens showing up to this school, taking photographs, putting things together, piecing things together? Where are they? That town has got to be, arguably, one of the dirtiest towns in America. I was reading a little bit about their history, actually. Uh... The banks there are remarkably corrupt. They've even started a fund for the parents of the lost kids. It's a giant money laundering scheme also. And the amount of money that's going to flood into those banks, probably even from cartels for all we know, is going to be astounding. And the number of suckers that actually, again, believe this and are just opening up their wallets for these people unbelievable it's unbelievable believable for us because we know what's going on but this veil lifting is is painful it's beyond painful and i don't mean to doom here but how are we going to survive how are we going to make it if this many people 
just believe that this is real. Because again, as I say in the Substack article again too, Joe Biden thinks it's real. So do you now believe Joe Biden? Meghan Markle was there, kneeling down, dropping her head, touching the makeshift cross. Do you believe Meghan Markle? How about all these politicians, all of them, who are just lining up saying, well, this is terrible. And of course, what are they saying? Their default switch has been kicked on to the NPC status, and all they're saying is mental health, school security. That's what we need. We need more mental health. And then again, even these people who claim to be knowledgeable decided to jump on the medication bandwagon. How many people are on medication? And what makes a school shooter like Nick Fuentes and these other losers? What are these people saying? These default settings that these so-called awake people have switched on to is, um, is dangerous. It's beyond dangerous. They have no idea that they are being gaslit, and at the same time, they're gaslighting endless people by getting endless people who are in their audiences to just default switch back. I mean, right now, ladies and gentlemen, when I go through some of these boards online and I'm looking and seeing what they're talking about, even these, you know, um, these truther boards, and you've heard me mention a lot of them in, in the past, they actually think this happened. These, uh, you know, the people that are big posters on these boards, me personally, I've been kicked off of them for telling the truth. I thought these were truth boards. I thought that was the point. I thought that's what these internet, internet pages were all about, was about, you know, freedom of speech and having the ability to tell the truth and provide an investigation. I can't even get, I can't even get on some of these boards. But some people are responding on some of the ones that I can, you know, work my way into. And they're going, yeah, man, you're 100% right. This entire thing was fake. Again, read the comments section below the videos on my BitChute channel. Remarkably telling. Some people, again, are 100% awake, and they know exactly that this was a giant hoax. Other people are going, nah, don't think so. That's a pretty big lie. But what people also need to understand, and this is something that I have to remind myself of on a regular basis too, is that the enemy lurks on those boards constantly, and they'll make posts and they'll do whatever they can to sway people's opinions, and they'll make comments to videos, and the enemy does that also. So it's exhausting. It's just exhausting. I personally, honestly, right now, I'm having a hard time going, uh, going backwards into the COVID talk and going backwards into um, everything else. I mean, I, I want to stay on the education thing, and I'm and I'm going to because there's an education connection to this hoax, which I've mentioned previously already. But the social emotional learning stuff is a cash cow. It's a massive cash cow. It's huge. All kinds of money gets tossed into that. All kinds of funding. When we're talking at the end of the day, billions of dollars here for social emotional learning this and social emotional learning that. That's what they're turning these schools into, and a hoax like this has done that. It has swayed people into believing that schools need to be mental institutions, where everybody talks with a counselor, and everybody makes sure that the school employees know more about the child than the parent. 
that's that, that that's part of the purposeful deception here. And again, you know, people who can't see that are actually leading us down a path that is going to be our ultimate destruction because they don't know that. They don't know that they are inadvertently advocating for a one-world police state and, and K-12 schools to be mental institutions. And again, I know that the default setting is, well, homeschool your kids then. Just homeschool them. Ladies and gentlemen, that is an excellent answer. It really is. But the enemy won't stop there. They will ultimately come for homeschooling parents. If there isn't some kind of legislation already on the books that gives homeschooling parents carte blanche to do what they want, when they want, for the most part, um, government will try to intervene. Because again, with these schools closing because of financial trouble, and they are, they're closing all over the place. In fact, I'm going to finish this episode by mentioning a few of those stories because it's happening. Um, they're going to, I mean, where is government going to turn their guns next? They're going to turn them on homeschooling parents. And you've heard me bring that up in the past and specific stories about how that's exactly what the UN wants to do. And yes, the UN has its fingers in American education. But there's no transition here. Uh, cause I, I just, this just hit me and I, I, I gotta, I gotta jump back to this. In this hour-long video that, again, was making the rounds, and it's the one, again, from the location of, of the school in Texas, but, but they, uh, in this video, you can see students coming out of the building. Now, in this hour-long video, I counted approximately, oh, I'd say 20 students tops. 20. This building was supposed to have 600 students. And then, of course, as the story goes, they got into buses. They took them to a civic center to make sure that they were all safe and everybody was safe. Ladies and gentlemen, there aren't 600 students on that video. If a shooting had happened the build, and, and, and the guy was barricaded in a classroom surrounded by the dead bodies that he had just killed, which, again, was allegedly the story. It was either that or another empty classroom. That would mean that the entire building had already been evacuated. So where's the 600 students? Well, the answer is, is there aren't 600 students because this was a crisis actor uh, drill. It was a crisis drill, and there were volunteers. But they couldn't get 600 volunteer students because, again, they just couldn't. So people willfully signed up for this drill. Uh, th that's it. Again, on video, you cannot see 600 students. You can't see 50 students. They don't even have the buses anywhere nearby with enough capacity to... to basically take 600 students to some convention center. They don't even have that. There is footage at the end of the video of some students getting on a bus, some. And then one of the alleged parents runs over to one of the windows where a student has opened up the window of the bus and he's yelling at, at this kid to come out of the window, and the kid does. 
And then you see these other crisis actors run to the back of the bus and they're yelling at, at the students to open up the back door of the bus. And then again, people are getting off of the bus again. So it, none of it makes sense. It's like there was no director for, for the chaos. They were basically just told, act chaotic. And then that was it. These are some of the most evil people on the face of the planet, the people who participate in these kinds of things. Uh, it's beyond awful. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to try to find that video again because I remember where it was, and I think I posted it somewhere online, but I'm going to try to find the link to that video and link it in the description below so you can watch it. Again, it's about 58, 59 minutes long. It's hinky, beyond anything that's hinky. It's just very strange. All right. But with that said, let me bring this up because Jesse James tossed me, uh, tossed me this article too, 100% accurate as to the state of affairs. This comes from Michigan, uh, Birmingham, Michigan. It's titled, this because this is, I'm sorry, clickondetroit.com. Birmingham Public Schools planning teacher layoffs amid budget shortfall. The budget shortfall in totality is $14 million. Now, here's what's going to happen. And this is the Birmingham Education Association president, Amy Dennis Wagner. Uh, this person said, quote, since the district is still actively informing teachers about their future employment status, I do not feel it is appropriate to comment on specific details related to the meetings taking place this week. Neither the evaluation format or the layoff and recall process are legally subject to union negotiations with school districts. See, that's an important point, I think, though, is that unions have no say here in whether or not a person can be hired or rehired. This is where a lot of people are going to keep their jobs if they are the sycophants of administrators and friends with them, or they have a sexual relationship with them. They're the ones that will be rehired, while the people that they don't like will get cut loose. That's typically how it goes. Remarkably unethical. Um, it says, by state law, a teacher's most recent evaluation is the first factor taken into consideration in the layoff procedure. And see, that right there, too, is an interesting point and a good point because, again, administrators know this. They know that they can manipulate anybody's evaluation anytime they want, in particular the people they don't like. And then that's it. They can use that against them anytime they want, whether it's, again, to cut them loose or make sure that they don't come back or whatever it may be. Again, highly unethical. Uh, it says, other discretionary considerations set forth by the BPS Human Resources Department included documented disciplinary actions, attendance, recent work experience, extra contributions to the school or district, relevant special training, and seniority. It says, the Birmingham Education Association does not have any formal say in how layoff and recall guidelines are executed. However, we have been invited to be present at all these scheduled layoffs meetings, and our voice ensures that the process is followed with consistency and fidelity. In order to maintain valuable programs and high-quality teachers, we, ask, we have asked difficult questions, sought clarifications, and advocated on behalf of what's best for students. No, you haven't. No, you haven't. You've all been poisoned. You've all been poisoned with a eugenics poison. Your enrollment's dropping, 
And it's not just because of student shortages, although that has something to do with it without a doubt. That's a big factor. But you have sick and dead teachers, period. And the first thing they do is they start cutting teachers anytime that they start to lose money. That's the first thing. That's the first domino. The next one, the building will close. That'll be next. And then the school district doesn't want to be on the hook for an empty building because they still have to pay taxes on that building, just like the public does. So then what do they do with a vacant building? They rip the letters off of the front and then they sell it to someone. Again, whether it's a hospital, a medical association of some kind, maybe they turn it into a prison. Hell, they already look like prisons. Put a few bars on the windows and uh, you got yourself a prison. This is going to be happening in droves over the course of the summer and the coming years. It will continue to happen. Again, this is a boulder that's been kicked down a hill that, uh, that no one can stop. And if anybody thinks again that these these hoax shootings are helping the situation. They are not. These people are destroying their own line of work on purpose. And I've, I've said this before, you know, well, then if they're doing that on purpose, Sean, what are they going to replace it with? Nothing. The answer is nothing. They're, they're going to replace it, I think, with nothing. Government control, more government control of some kind, but the enemy doesn't have to replace their own purposeful rubble with anything. It may just be, again, forcing everybody into a homeschool environment and then imprisoning them there if they can. It's, it's practically inconceivable, but that's perhaps how far the, uh, the trail of, of totalitarianism is, is going to take people. Time will tell on that, without a doubt. Uh, yeah, so I'm going to try to link that video in the description below if I can find it. Make sure and bounce over to uh, my BitChute channel if you want to watch those crisis actor videos. They're undeniable. Absolutely undeniable. And if you want to read that Substack article, head on over to the American Classroom Substack and check that out too. Other than that, ladies and gentlemen, thanks for being awake. It's not easy, but damn is it worth it. Uh, catch you on Wednesday. Take care. Thank you for listening to American Education FM. Make sure and check out AmericanEducationFM.com for more information. Take care and God bless.